2: Each week,
0: Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in.
3: You're in the world we're passing by.
1: You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still
0: escape are. Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Scott.
1: Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are again, always uh, really excited to hear from the experts in the field mm-hmm. that are going to be telling us a, a little bit about recovery today. We're going to be talking about uh, recovery as it relates to human trafficking, but just in general, the um, sort of the ideology of of recovery, yeah. and then different approaches that are happening in our community, and the types of outcomes that have we've been experiencing either ourselves or You know, as we pour into other people. So, but before we introduce our special guests that are in studio, I, of course, want to introduce Miss Benita Hopkins. Hello, everybody. My partner in justice. Hey, partner in justice. P P I J. Yeah. Uh, We need to get shirts or something. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, um, uh, but in studio, we have with us um, two beautiful ladies Mm -hmm. that um, are going to tell us about their unique recovery program that they're running and or, or leading. And um, one of those individuals is actually uh, a member of Templo de la Cruz, mm-hmm. um, which is actually one of the hosts of yes. our um, benefit concert that's Yay. coming up on August 8th. Yay. And that is Chantel. Nice to see you here. I'm so glad you could be here.
4: Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, in um, uh, and, and the name of your program, that I know that you, it's, it's uh, Reclaim is your particular group, but what's the name of the program again that you are representing? New Horizon Recovery. New Horizon. Center. That's right, and that's part of Templo de la Cruz. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're going to drill down a little bit more on that. Understand kind of what are the the tenets, what are the goals of that program, and uh, ways that you could get involved. If you might be, you know, living in Hayward and you want to um, uh, get healed and get go through something that um, will help you to kind of reflect on maybe your past or you know hurts, ups and habits. Mm-hmm. Um, as we uh, as, as we say at Celebrate Recovery that. Yeah. You know, then we can um we can get you on over to Templo de la Cruz. So but also we have in studio with us Marco, who's with Second Chance. Hello. Hi Margo. Oh, hi Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And um, second chance is actually a program that um, we've we've used in in the times past with um, various ladies in our program, and and uh, they've really been wonderful. I mean, up to the front desk, you know, going to greet people, people who are doing intakes, people who are facilitating the groups, and so um, they just really blessed us. And so I wanted to have Margo come in and just talk about again the approach and um, and uh, some of the outcomes that we've seen over the years. So um, and then, of course, Benita and I um, are very familiar mm-hmm. with Celebrate Recovery. That's right. Um, every Monday, every Monday, <laughs> <laughs> different groups too. Yeah, different different churches and different groups. Yeah. So I attend uh, Celebrate Recovery at Faith Fellowship and I attend Celebrate Recovery at Bridges Community Church, Fremont. Right. And, you know, I got to tell you, so just as we kind of branch into this topic, um, when I, you know and you many of you have heard my crazy background and i had the audacity um, I think it was about eight years ago when someone suggested
5: that you need
1: Jesus. No. <laughs> they said, no, you you need a recovery class. You do. And I'm like, I am not a drug addict. Exactly. That's the same word. I, 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 you got me messed up with somebody. And uh, that was me in the past, but not not anymore. Um, so, um, But what I was pleasantly surprised as I came in, I thought, well, maybe I could be a blessing to someone else. Codependent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but I w- I went <laughs> in and I said, you know, um uh, I don't think this is for me but as I oh my gosh as, mm-hmm. as it began mm-hmm. to be opened mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and the onion became, started to unfold I just realized hurts habits hang ups that's okay. what this place is for and so um, anyway uh, so on that note uh, just starting with you Chantelle, tell, tell us a little bit about the program that you're leading there and, and uh, specifically reclaim I'd like to know because you have different groups right different yeah. breakout groups so tell us a little bit about that
4: so uh, kind of our tagline, our our banner over our ministry is uh, that this is where the power of God meets the pain in our lives. Mm. And so um, we have currently four different groups that we're running. Um, Previously, we've been running for three years. And for the first two years, we had uh, a codependency group and we had a separate addiction group. This year, uh, through a lot of prayer uh, and just watching what God was doing in the groups and, and the facilitators that were available, we merged codependency and addiction into one group called mm-hmm. Reclaim. Mm-hmm. And so it's a 12 step program that originally we, uh, we were doing just the traditional uh, Christian based recovery 12 steps. Um, and, uh, uh, and it worked well, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but we, this year, we've sort of branched into a, a unique and reordered uh, 12 steps. And so those incorporate the main principles of recovery, but we've, we've added some things that we feel are really uh, integral to the process of healing and restoration. And the sort of the premise behind the Reclaim group is that um, our focus, although we have to deal with the pain and the, and the garbage and the, and the darkness and the, the brokenness, uh, and that's why people come, our, our focus is not as much refraining from, because I think you can really get lost in that and mm-hmm. wander sort of like in the wilderness forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because deliverance can be instantaneous. You know, we, we're delivered. God says it's done. But you can just keep recycling into different things. And right. so the transformation is what we're focusing on. And, and really the focus is on uh, on apprehending the goodness and the fullness that God is, has put purpose for our lives since the beginning of time. Because when you come into recovery, you see, um, I think we're so often distracted by the mess Mm. and and by all the the devastation. But before that happened, God planned for goodness and God planned for abundance. And so it's really about going back through to reach that place that we were destined to live in. So that's the group that I'm currently facilitating. We also have, and they run every other Thursday night, uh, we also have a group that deals with grief and loss and uh, anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And the, from the same premise that God, it's not God part of a God's abundance for us to walk in these things. And they're real and the church, the people in the church as well as the people in the world mm-hmm. face them and we carry yes. them and yes. and we're ashamed by them. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the result of brokenness in our lives. And mm-hmm. so it's just a safe place to come and say, I know God has more for me but i don't know how to get it
5: right. yeah um,
4: and then there's a youth girls group that that we minister to girls and and really impart identity to them and let them process and then we have a men's group as well and child care for people who come great
1: awesome and when when is that meeting uh which one uh, so is it so, at different days
4: of the week yeah oh, okay. youth girls are monday nights uh-huh. from seven to eight thirty men meet tuesday nights from seven to eight thirty and then the grief and loss uh depression and anxiety support group alternates thursdays with the reclaim group gotcha. and those two on the thursday night groups are the ones that provide child care
1: okay, okay. gotcha wow. so is it it's just just checking so i was just pulling up the 12 steps um you know step one powerlessness step two hope um step three decision step four inventory <laughs> five confession six readiness <laughs> seven ask god Um, to show you eight amend uh, make amends or create a list Mm -hmm. step nine make amends step ten inventory step eleven keep contact and I think twelve is um rinse wash repeat <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> push yeah. yourself right on into one again yeah. but no
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. so is it that is that kind of the basis um for the program as well when you say you integrated it with 12 steps yes yeah, so
4: we deal with the foundational principles of facing where you've been powerless in your life and and finding that solid place in god you have to deal with um Forgiveness, Uh you know, you have to Mm. deal with, um, we've added the concept of grief in because we feel Mm -hmm. that's such an important piece. If you Mm -hmm. don't ever fully grieve, Mm -hmm. you don't ever (laughs) fully recognize, which means you can't ever fully forgive and heal. Right. Um, And so, yeah, we've taken the foundational principles and then we've just um, sort of poured extra on there yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah 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 wow. some of us need a little extra yeah huh? yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's really it's just great. a
4: blossoming you know yeah. and it's become a beautiful process it's beautiful interesting
3: you mentioned the grief because we were just oh, talking about that grief. last night yeah. yeah you know about you know if you don't fully grieve yeah you know yeah. you don't get there And I think
4: that grief is so important because there's a process to grief. And Mm -hmm. if you have no idea what grief looks like and that the things you're feeling and experiencing are normal, even when you lose something unhealthy, there's still a grief process. If you don't know how to walk through it, Mm -hmm. it's going to stumble you. There are five stages
3: to grief
1: as well. Yes. So let me ask you this. So grief. Um, we're not just talking about the death of a person right. we're talking All about right. grieving the loss, loss of a relationship yep. Yep. or yep. maybe a mom or a dad that never was there for you, your right. childhood even right. a lifestyle a lifestyle. A lifestyle yeah, yeah.
4: even mm-hmm. if it wasn't good for you, the fact that you lost it there's a grief process in
1: place yes yes absolutely so okay, that's great. so so that so there you have it there's one you know kind of approach mm-hmm. and um, what I hear is a lot of focus on forgiveness, a lot of focus on, um, you know, the, just the name even itself reclaim. You know, mm-hmm. getting back mm-hmm. to uh, who you mm-hmm. were intended to be yeah, through like God's that. love and through um and honesty. You know, yeah. being honest about things that have happened. Um, I do want to talk, because it's it's something I, I have dialogue with Tim, uh, Pastor Tim, um, who I'm getting married to in about a month. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. In a couple I, of congratulations. weeks. Actually. I to change yeah. my, my last name. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we often talk about how the church... Um, Sometimes uh, there's this push for you to just get over it, and mm-hmm. you know, well, Jesus is over that. You got mm-hmm. healed. You're delivered. Mm-hmm. And so, I want to talk about that for a little bit. Okay. Um, but we'll be Take right back. The time. Yeah, with another session of Abolition Radio.
0: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages.
6: Supporting Abolition
0: Radio. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
1: And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So before we jump into this discussion about, you know, how we integrate our faith and our deliverance with this idea of recovery, um, I want to actually um, pull in Margo to talk about Second Chance. And, and um, you know, Second Chance is not a faith, uh, you know, organization, um, no. right? But, um, you know, we and we have several relationships with non-faith based organizations that provide recovery services, healing services. And so tell us a little bit about um, your philosophy there at Second Chance and, uh, you know, and, and then maybe a little bit about you and how you came into this, um, mm-hmm. you know, this place of recovery. I love the right. name. Second Thank you, thank yeah. you, ladies,
7: for helping me. Thank you, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, uh, I work in an outpatient program, yeah. uh, and we're a hands-on method. So every um, person is different, especially you know what they're coming in. So it's really individualized. Mm-hmm. But mainly, the the women's program is uh, my passion, mm-hmm. um, or anything in with uh, recovery, because it's the, the program that I came through for myself okay. and um, you know so I know how how needy that was, like when I first came in in in, in recovery, I have fourteen years today uh, mm. this time and Yay! how i did Yay! how i didn't know how to live right, you know yeah. i had lost all uh, functioning you know mm. uh it was to animal level to where mm. i didn't know and i had children mm-hmm. you know and this was a place that i could go that saved my life mm-hmm. you know and i didn't have the skills mm. to pick myself up I, whether it's from your family of origin where mm-hmm. how you grew up or you know, uh, things that have happened to you, your shortcomings or, you know, life uh, abuse or domestic violence or whatever it is that brings you into recovery or that you're broken, you know, as we were talking about earlier. And so this program is uh, a women's program where you could come and you could bring your children if you have children and they have, they provide childcare. Yeah. And so that was where I needed to be. I didn't mm. need, to, I, you know, my lifestyle had left me to where... um I needed somebody to show me how to live, right? you know, and I watched, uh, other women and they became my mentors, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, they, the way they spoke or the way they, they carried themselves or they would kind of direct me and I was there to listen, you know, because I never had had that before. Yeah. You know, maybe mother, you know, like for some people, you know, they don't have their mother or father that are upbringing or, you know, or they do have children and, you know, they got lost in their lifestyle, and you know that's why it's it's so good to whatever that it's situation. That's why we say we're hands on because you know, like each each person is different. Right, they come in with something different, and mm-hmm. we kind of try to address it meet and meet them it, where meet they them are. Where they're at, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: and um, so this program, you know, uh, treatment is out there, and you know, the ability to be able to ask for help or to be able to to know, or you know, in the community, there's many places but when you're in that lifestyle and you're out there you don't know that it is available right you know and that that's where our job is that we outreach, we outreach mm-hmm. and we talk about it and we put it on the air and we, yes you know and um so that it only takes one person to have heard some, you know heard that or your life experience or see them go through it that we go oh i know how that person did it let me go over there Right, mm-hmm. that's right. I've seen them. It's that testimony. I've seen yeah. Yeah, that testimony, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's just by action. Right, it's not even
1: by your by, words. By, by words, yeah. They're watching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know. you guys remember that song? Somebody's watching me. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
4: focus, <laughs> focus. Hey, <laughs> I know. I come back. But, okay.
1: No, what yeah. I'm saying is really, I mean, you know, just coming back to, you know, thinking about. Um, being a walking epistle, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Some people will never open the Bible, but they will watch how you live your life. Mm -hmm. And when you start talking about what you have been through and they see that you're able to hold a job down, Mm -hmm. you speak to them with love and, and uh, respect and they go, what, what, Mm -hmm. how did, how did you do that? You know, I, you, you just told me you were homeless as a child and you were in foster care and Mm -hmm. your parents were drug addicted and, and and you're able to make a meal and, and mm-hmm. be a blessing to people. How did how did that happen? Well, it all started with mm-hmm. second chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. and I I,
7: yeah, I was given a second chance, yeah. you know, yeah. And, and for some of you know, it speaks like just as its name is. And so, um, you know, the ability it. to be able to uh, come somewhere and you know sit down and learn not only not skills and coping skills, you know, because mm. those coping skills. Um, Those those skills have been used to survive, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and now we're learning to develop new ones, Mm -hmm. you know, to replace them, you know, whether it's survival, you know, survival. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're women and it's in a safe environment because it's all women. And so that you're able to to get honest and finally share and finally have a voice and talk about those real down deep Mm -hmm. Things that you've never been able to never even say, say it. out loud, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, in a group setting that's safe.
1: Yeah, and on the point of safety, so I, some people may be listening and thinking, hmm, maybe that would be good for me. And and uh, actually, I I, I just want to touch on that the groups I'm sure live by the same code that Celebrate Recovery does, which is anonymity and confidentiality. Yes, yes. Um, that was really big for me, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, I'm coming in and mm-hmm. and obviously I tell all my business now, but back <laughs> then I didn't want people to know all that stuff. So in yeah. order to come forward, I needed to know that people were going to be held to a standard about, mm-hmm. you know, not talking about anything that's said in the mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. Um, you know, with anybody yeah. outside mm-hmm. of the group. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really foreign for some
7: women mm-hmm. because they never heard that. They mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. heard that, you know, we don't say what goes on in the room. We, mm-hmm. you know, gossip. We don't, you know, those, those things that we have to relearn. Right. For some, it's relearning. Some of them, they've never even learned it. Right. Yes. You know, and,
3: and it's teaching. Yeah. Teaching moments. Right. Yeah. And okay. you can't even cross talk.
1: You no, no, you can't. Yeah, even is that also true of both of your programs, Second Chance and um, um you, can Well, you, can, you, you, comment yeah, you, you can
7: comment a little bit, but you um, it's it's run by the facilitator, so the facilitator orchestrates
3: it. Mm-hmm. Yes,
4: yeah, as part it's of cautious. our group for sure, and I, and I think in a church setting it's so 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 important because. Um, there's a lot of shame attached yes. to addiction yes. and issues like these in a church setting. There's this false notion that you get saved and you're supposed to be perfect all of a sudden, right. and, and we're not. Right. <laughs> and so they yeah. have to know that it's okay for you to be honest about what you're right. dealing with, and nobody's going to take that outside of this room.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. And when you, you say addic- addiction, I, I, I want to say a hurt, hang up. That's mm. yeah. another H, or habit. Yeah. Or you habit, know, yeah. And that's that's what you know, gets people all tripped up to. Yeah,
4: know. there's a stigma attached yes. to the words. And yes. and really, uh, in my own journey, what I had to learn was I, I could get free of an addiction, using that word, you mm-hmm. know, I could stop drinking, but then I'm going to gravitate to something else because I'm I'm in search of relief right. for my pain that I don't know is there. Right. So codependency is is a relationship addiction. Right. It's a place where I'm seeking some sort of Band-Aid to cover up all this stuff that I don't know how to deal with. And right. it can take so many
3: forms. Because we're all broken, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have a hurt hang-up or I keep forgetting the habit. habit, habit. Good <laughs> grief! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, but we're all broken piece pieces trying to be mended together. Yes.
1: Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So good. Um, and you know, I I gotta say, um, what I love about this sort of variety of things that are offered, you know, in the East Bay and just throughout. I mean, I think I think uh, Second Chance is actually throughout the Northern California, right? Mm-hmm. Is, how many offices do you guys have? Two. Too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I love is that we get to um, pick and choose what works for us. Some mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like Narcotics Anonymous meetings. Mm-hmm. Some people want Celebrate Recovery. And, you know, mm-hmm. some people, AA, um, A-A-, A-A- yeah. you know, um, CODA, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. adult children of uh, mm-hmm. codependence. Right. Um And children of codependence um, and and adult alcoholics as well. And so there's a lot of different groups that are available out there. Mm -hmm. I think the first step is just to, um, you know, realize that something needs to be looked at. Right. Right. And and also to to
7: build a foundation. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to build a foundation of
1: support.
2: Yes, you know, and it
7: all works together. We go to treatment, outpatient, and we go to celebrate recovery, we go to church, you know, we have, you know, start to evolve our family,
1: but it all works
7: together. We have to have some support. We have right? to have support. The yes. foundation. So,
1: we'll be right back. We're going to continue this discussion in just a second, and thanks for listening to Abolition Radio.
0: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors.
1: Hi, this is Vanessa Scott with Abolition Radio, where every week we invite you to join the fight to bring an end to human trafficking. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, our nonprofit, which is dedicated to the rehabilitation, education and protection of youth involved or at risk of becoming involved in domestic sex trafficking. Our goal with Abolition Radio is to eradicate human trafficking in all forms, sex trafficking and labor trafficking locally and globally. We are excited to bring this program to KFAX as we will share stories of hope and opportunities to mobilize the body of Christ and turn this audience into an army of gospel activists who will speak up for justice and act on behalf of those who are trapped or recovering from slavery. Find us on Facebook at Abolition Radio or on the web at AbolitionRadio.org. And join me each Saturday at 3 p.m. for an exciting episode of Abolition Radio right here on AM 1100 KFAX.
0: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
1: Okay, so... Welcome back to Abolition Radio, and um, I want to just kind of drill down into this topic that came up uh, over at Lyft Ministries. Uh, Pastor Tim uh, was discussing this idea of moving things that are um, that have happened to you, traumas, hmm. um, uh, relationships that were bad for you. Um, just things, mistakes that we might have made or things that were done to us, moving them from your front view
3: mm.
1: to behind mm. you, placing mm. them behind mm. you. And it was really great. I um, I wish I had it on recording. I, I've actually mm. been on him about recording these sermons because they're mm. so good. But I, this one in particular, just um, the, the visual that he painted was of um, two people that represented a you know an issue standing in front of you and there's a sign in back of them the sign that you know that God has spoken over your life mm. the words that he's spoken over your life but you can't see all mm. of the sign because mm. these things are in the way mm-hmm. And he began to talk about how to take hold of those things, take captive mm. those things, and put them behind you. Um, they they didn't go away, so they're 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 there, um, but but they're not blocking your view and and really your calling in life. Mm. And you're able to move forward. And I just love that you know that that metaphor, that that visual. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the question, however, that I have is, you know, as those things are behind you, you know that they're in your past, in your mind. Mm -hmm. But something emotional keeps wanting to pull them right back and you start looking at them.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, there it is. I was abandoned. Oh, there it is. I was exploited or I was, you know, I was um, abused in some way. And then you've got to do this work that helps you push it back again. And um, hopefully, you know, at some point, hopefully it's kind of like there's, you know, there's less of that. And so I kind of feel like recovery um, is what helps you Mm. to move them back and put them in their position, Uh, you know, along with prayer and, um, you know, uh, submitting to um, authority and your life. And, you know, all the things, obedience, all those things will work, work in order to help you put your life in order. And um, and so I wanted to get your perspective, Chantel, on that. You know, you've been through difficulties in your personal life and you've seen others come in. And so, you know, from a faith, you know, biblical perspective, you see someone hurting and you begin to pray over them and they feel like I've been delivered of this thing. And then it comes back up.
4: Um, I think that so many people tend to look at recovery as uh, I just I just need to get free of this one thing, mm-hmm. and once that one thing is gone, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But so often, I, I really approach recovery from a different perspective that it's it's life recovery that all the pieces of my life need to be in place and they need to be functioning fully and they need to be healthy. So I might not be drinking anymore, but if I look at my life, how are my relationships? How is my relationship with God? Mm -hmm. How's my relationship with the people in my life? How is my relationship with myself? Because those are the evidences Mm -hmm. of whether or not my life has been fully Mm -hmm. recovered. And um, I think that when you've been broken and when you have any kind of hurt habit or or hang up in your life, that there's... um, you spend your whole life running from what you know has happened to mm-hmm. you. So we're trying, you know, we're trying in all of these unhealthy ways to put it behind us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yes, they need to be behind us. But in order for them to be behind us, they need to be settled, which means mm-hmm. they need to be brought to the forefront. And through God's eyes, we need to learn to see our pain because our pain mm-hmm. and, and the things that have happened to us have made statements mm-hmm. over our lives mm-hmm. and over our identities. Yes, and so we have to have the courage to walk into that darkness. I always tell my group, look, the darkness that God is leading you into is not the same darkness that He brought you out of. Right, it's different because He's in this one. Yes, He's there with you. This yeah. you got to go through it so He can heal it, and you come out the other side, and it's it's where it's supposed to be, and things begin to take shape and take place.
1: Mm-hmm. Did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah. You? And I come really come back to the issue of grief, right? Yeah. and um, and I think and, you know the the, the times where. Um, People were, have, you know, stories of people grieving in the Bible and where they yeah. spent time, you know, ripping their clothing and mm-hmm. and, um, you know, in their sackcloths yeah. and, and ashes, and, ashes yeah. And, yeah. and 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 so there's a time for that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, as Christians, we have to say, I'm in that place yeah. mm-hmm. Um I'm not walking in the victory that I know God has set before me. Yeah.
7: yeah.
1: I, I can't see clearly what's yeah. going on. So I need a little help here. I need somebody to help me clear the way. And yeah. it's
3: okay to walk in that place. Yes. Yeah. You have to get to that place yeah. in order to, like you said, the darkness to keep walking, to see the light on the other side mm-hmm. of yeah. the darkness. You yeah. Know, Jesus is light. Yeah. He is sure. there with us. You know, but we have to get to that place. Yeah.
4: I think the recovery process is uh, when you step into it, Foley is where you take the concepts of Mm. your faith and the concepts of Mm -hmm. a new identity Mm. and they go from theory into how do I how does this thing look fleshed out how do I walk this out in my Mm. life and really get a hold of it so I'm living in it yeah because we can say it all day long and we could stand in a church on Sunday morning and feel great about claiming the victory over our lives but then if we leave and that's Mm -hmm. not the truth for us Mm and there's something that needs to be mended there
1: Yeah, yeah there's a disconnect yeah and so and then and then when you're in you you know these classes you know there's like there's a variety of programs obviously at second chance there's narcotics anonymous there's mm-hmm. all of these different um uh, places that you can go
3: overeaters Anonymous.
1: overeaters things. yeah there's so many yeah. different ones yeah. and so um y- uh, you know i feel like the process is can be very similar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can be a person of faith in going into that that environment and go to church and get what you need at church and and your relationships you know maybe your daily prayer and your daily devotion mm-hmm. but this snaps into the overarching goals that you have to, you know, become get more real about those mm-hmm. things that are in front of you that are blocking your way. Becoming a whole person, a whole person, yeah, getting to yeah. your
7: true self. Yeah, yeah, as you were when right. you
1: were first born. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You
7: know, a reset like, button. Right. Yeah. Reset another opportunity. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but so it's the, you know like you were saying it's it's really the awareness. It's mm-hmm. the awareness of like yes, I know these things happen to me, and yes, now what am I going to do with it? Okay, right. now I have to really see it. I have to get honest, and it takes a lot of courage to do that. Yeah, and then also to examine it and like what are my coping skills to deal with that? Right. Because there's some residual effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff doesn't go away. Right. Mm-hmm. We just learn how to deal with it differently.
3: So coping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awareness and and working through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah for me you know doing the fourth step right the inventory was really Mm. really hard and we and i you know i'm a leader over at celebrate recovery now and i when we've done i've taken a group of ladies through um the fourth step and inevitably half Mm. of them fall off like Mm -hmm. there's a a high level of um uh, relapse um Mm -hmm. when you're actually hashing through a lot of the issues um and um And so, you know, what what do you guys think about that? I mean, I I think you come back better than you left, Mm -hmm. even if you do relapse Mm -hmm. during that inventory process. Do you guys take them through inventory at Second Chance? No,
7: no, because we're not 12-step. So we are, you know, um, hands-on. And and our approach is that, you know, we understand people relapse. You know, we kind of guide them back, like welcoming Mm -hmm. them, Mm -hmm. welcoming them back, you know, Here's an opportunity. What are you gonna do with turn it? two? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, mm-hmm. like, like, are you? This is an opportunity. What is the lesson? Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get to the concept of the of the lesson, like, okay. And some of it gets back and forth, back and forth, back yeah. and forth, because you know that's how we learn. That's how right. we learn. We right. practice. We mm-hmm. we continue to, yeah. to
3: to go. We know where to go. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like a love that never fails. Mm-hmm. Open arms. Right. Open arms. Approach. Yeah. Meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so we're going to come back uh, in just a second and hear a little bit more on Abolition
2: Radio.
0: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages.
2: This is Pastor Gary from Faith Fellowship in San Leandro. We are so excited about the launch of Abolition Radio every Saturday. And we have seen Love Never Fails under Vanessa Scott grow right here in San Leandro out of our church at Faith Fellowship. And now, her ministry. God gave her a passion to get young people out of the sex trafficking and sex slave industry. And she has been doing a phenomenal job. Not only is it locally, but now it's going globally. In fact, I prophesied to her that God was gonna use her to go nationwide, and that's exactly what's been happening. She is a woman with a vision, with a direction, and a passion to see these young people come out of this kind of arena. And to God be the glory join with her every Saturday on Abolition Radio to hear what she has to say and then become a part of what she's doing AbolitionRadio.org Love never fails
0: Welcome back to Abolition Radio where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking
1: And welcome back to Evolution Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Number Fails. So uh, we were just talking about inventories before we went on break and um, how there's oftentimes a relapse that happens when you start really digging into the issues. Has that been your experience, Chantel?
4: Uh, typically, yes. Uh, when we merged the codependency and addiction group into one, we moved that inventory process uh, to a, a step eight after they're a little more well-established mm. and after the grief process has mm. taken place or at least been initiated. And and um, we also attach the purpose of God to it. So our, our step reads, uh, I commit to a thorough self-examination before God, myself, and another trustworthy individual For the sake of owning my responses to the pain and dysfunction of my environments and relationships, so that I can bring closure and healing through confession and forgiveness of myself and others. So they get to recognize, look, I I did all this horrible stuff, but I now recognize that was my... Unhealthy response to something that was so painful, I didn't know what else to do. Mm. And that's a little bit freeing and that's a little bit healing. You know, they get to foresee it, then they get to own it, and then they get to say, you know what, this is really? not what I'm intended to live like. Mm. Yeah, mm. let it that's go. That's good. That's
1: really mm. good. That's when when good. can I get, wait, Thursday? <laughs> Thursday I got another meeting. Man. <laughs> oh, man, there's not enough time. No. My, yeah. yeah, my kids are like, why do you have to go to those meetings? I'm like, you don't want to see Mama. Yeah. She doesn't come to the meetings.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Mama Very doesn't important. work, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: important. Yeah. No, I really. It's funny. It's we're laughing at it, but I had to have that discussion with my 19 year old recently, and and uh, he understood it. And I said, honey, you know, you feel like things have been going smooth the last couple of years here but literally if I did not throw myself into mm. these meetings um, mm. and take you with me and put you in the <laughs> child care and do all that that I've been doing over these years I just would not mm. be able mm-hmm. to function yeah. I mean and it's and it's like man that sucks but you know it's just it's our background you know we've mm. we've endured all of these things and now we've got to process them you yeah. know and have a safe place to do that and So thank God, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not Not where where I used to to be. be. You know, it's so
3: interesting you say that because my mom, soon to be 85 year old mom, just asked me that question this week. Mm -hmm. She's like, and so how long are you going to be going to that? And I said, as long as they'll let me, you know, as long as it's there. I said, as a matter of fact, I finished and I've started again and getting ready to finish again and going to start again. Right. Because, you know, you can never get enough and i'm just going to be there each you know? time you go through that process the 12s
1: i've I've gone through it three times now it's you're at a different place yes you're at a and, different place. and i think we talked about yes. this the other day margo right uh-huh. it's like um what you might be going through at times it might seem a little boring to be in the class mm-hmm. but you know there will be that thing yep that comes
3: up yeah. that makes it all fresh and new huh <laughs> and, yeah. and worth it mm-hmm. right? you know yeah. so she goes Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, she's 3,000 miles away, but, you know, concerned.
1: Mama, yeah. she's making fun of you. I, I'm going to have to get on her, Mama. <laughs> she's, Okay. Mama ain't going to be happy now. Uh, nope. You know this is going to be online, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> so, no. Like moms over there just clicking away on podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> your mom <laughs> your mom would be doing yeah, that. Yeah, she would. <laughs> she would. She's quick. Um, so uh, just shifting gears a little bit, what would you say just thinking about um, people that have come to you? And obviously we have anonymity and confidentiality, so we mm-hmm. can't really sh- describe in detail the circumstance, but. Um, if we could just generally say, you know, a situation that was just kind of like an aha moment for you as you've been running these recovery classes where you've seen someone come from point A and go all the way to point Z and just sort of watch that transformation and know, uh, you know, this is recovery is really it works. Is, mm-hmm. has, has there been a, a point like that for you as you've been doing this? And I know you've said that you've you've done it yourself, right, yes, Margot? Right, so
7: right. the transformation, and you know what's really amazing is watching uh, women or men, men too, you know, because mm-hmm. it's outpatient. It's mm-hmm. men and women too, right. uh, just diff- two different parts. Um, is that we can see the transformation. We can see, actually, when they're suffering. We can mm-hmm. see how, you know, they distance, like, you know, stopping going to meetings. It's not about, they're not having that balance anymore. But, but what's beautiful is about seeing the transformation of them blossoming, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in and we're broken. They, you know, we look a certain way and... And you know, not holding theirself up, and all of a sudden they're sitting up, mm-hmm. they're holding theirself up, mm-hmm. they're talking differently, mm-hmm. you know, and you can just see it happen before your eyes. Yeah, as you watch them grow.
1: Mm-hmm. You and, actually have a parenting a program that yes. allows people to get their children back, right after they get their parenting certificate. Well, yes, we have a certificate
7: program for parenting, and you know, we work CPS. We you know, um, the, the courts. You know, the, the courts sometimes send them. Yeah. You know, um so there's a lot of hands-on
1: work that's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be I mean to see someone get their mm-hmm. children back and mm-hmm. be able to yeah. I remember one 16-year-old came to one of my groups and they were talking about um being reunited with their um with their mom after their mom wow. went through a program mm-hmm. like that and just how um yeah they were so happy that the house was calm and that they would go to their meetings and that there was food in the refrigerator and structure, and they structure. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just, it was awesome to hear mm-hmm. from the child's perspective mm-hmm. about the mom going to mm-hmm. recovery. So
7: yeah. you know, and for instance, you know, parenting, you would think, well, okay, well, women wouldn't, wouldn't just come to parenting because they have children. Well, parenting is about learning to parent ourselves mm-hmm. and learn these skills mm-hmm. that we may have not been taught. That's good. You know, and, that and, and, yeah. and so we're reparenting ourselves. Mm-hmm. We learn this information to to get an understanding within ourselves, And then we can teach it to our children or our grandchildren mm. or, you know, anybody that we're interacting with because we're showing it by action. Right. You know, and we're learning to interact with others. Right. Mm. You know, it's communication style. Yep.
1: Agreed. So how mm-hmm. about you, Chantel?
4: Uh, <clears throat> I think that... Uh, and I learned this in some of my training um, that you, people who are broken in relationships, can only be healed in relationships. Mm. And so, um, you mm, know, as good. people come in and engage in the process of recovery, they're really engaging in. Relationships where they can be vulnerable, Um, you know, and it's a it's a picture of just walking beside somebody. It's not a people. I don't know. You hear sometimes people say, "I don't need to go to church to get God." No, we really don't, because God lives inside of us. But we need to go to church to get each other, Mm -hmm. and so much healing and transformation takes Mm -hmm. place, even in the rough places where our relationships hit bumps and we have to confront or we have to say, hey, you know, let's get accountable or whatever it is. But in relationships, that's where that transformation has taken place. And so in particular, there's one young lady that I saw uh, come in and just fresh out of out of a bad, bad place, you know, and she came in and she got she got church, you know, but she needed something beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so she came into the recovery group and uh, she's now in training to facilitate a group herself. Mm. It just has oh, completed wow. that and, and it's just her life is just oozing and God is putting relationships back in order mm-hmm. and she's learning even as Margo said, she's learning how to live, how to mm. how to do life. She's learning skills that you know the church can teach you a lot of spirituality and, and can give you who, the person that you need, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then how do you flesh that out? How does it look like day to day as you're the learning how to walk, how yeah. you're learning how to live in this new identity. And so that's the undergirding, you know, yeah. that, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how it should be. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's
3: how it should work.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. How about you, Bonita?
3: Wow. So many things. I love what, what, um, Chantel just said though, with the person who has come in, you know, needing the services themselves, you know, coming in as a broken vessel and being restored mm-hmm. and blossoming like a flower. When you were describing, Margo, mm-hmm. your program, I, I could just see a flower, you know, from the the roots, you know, the mm-hmm. little seeds taking root and mm-hmm. blossoming and that person blossoming like a flower. And I know that I can say that for myself. Um, I had to find me. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I didn't know who I was. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what recovery has done for me, mm-hmm. you know, and it's still a work in progress. I'm still finding the real me, mm-hmm. you know, who am I in the eyes of me, mm-hmm. you know, let alone my Lord, but not in your eyes or his eyes or those eyes, but mm-hmm. to me, to you or me mm-hmm. and to me. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful.
1: Trying to get me crying in here. What are you trying to do here?
3: <laughs> moving on. Moving <laughs> on.
1: Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um. So, well, Tear, tears are healing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we, in Celebrate yes. Recovery, we put a, a box of tissues down and we mm-hmm. do not offer tissue. Right. We do the, same thing, do the same thing. We do the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just little things like that yeah. where you can just go and literally sob the yeah. entire time mm-hmm. and yep. nobody will, c- oh, and come and rub your back and right. you know, that you know and it doesn't mean that they don't love you but yeah. it means that they're giving you the space to yeah. grieve with support in yeah. your presence so
3: to nice. feel through it get yes. through it yeah
1: so yes. um we're gonna come right back and we um want to make a plug for the different uh, groups one more time and ways that you can g- get involved in classes and in um, groups um, throughout the week um before i um step away. I'm actually going to step away and Benita's is going to tell us about events and also these place- ways that you can mm. join a recovery group. Before I do I just want to make a plug for Faith Fellowships Celebrate Recovery uh, mm. gr- groups that I um, actually I'm a leader there and uh, we meet on Mondays From 7 to 9 p.m. And there are groups on relationships, on sexual addictions, on uh, eating addictions um, for both men and women. The address there is 577 Manor Boulevard in San Leandro. And so we look forward to seeing you there and or at one of these other um, wonderful programs. And again, I I do want to thank Chantel and Margot for being here and thank my partner in justice for closing us out. So we'll be right (laughs) back with another session of Abolition Radio.
0: We'll be back with more abolition radio right after these messages from our sponsors.
5: Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at CaseIndustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's CaseIndustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend.
6: Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Abolition Radio as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Abolition Radio.
0: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
3: And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio and my Partner in Justice did leave me hanging here <laughs> to <laughs> finish out this broadcast, but I just wanted to thank both of you, um, Chanel and Margo, for the wonderful work that you do in your organizations. And I would like for you to to give us some any closing segments, segment closing words you'd like to say.
7: Okay. Well, I just like to say, um, put an outreach out to anybody, men or women, who um, is. Looking for a different way to live. To look on the internet, you know, any website, give yourself an opportunity to make some changes in your life and do something different by asking for help, and that that we're available. You know, that's it, it's out there, and that second chance, second chance. Yeah. Yes,
4: uh, I think I would just um, say that you know how how I knew that that there needed to be something different in my life was there's was just this um, this inner cry for. It, that said there has to be more than this. Mm-hmm. This can't be all that life is meant to be.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And, I, and I think that's been true of almost everybody I've I've been able to mm-hmm. walk through Just this shortly. process with. And so if that's you today and you have that, this sense that there has to be more. Maybe you don't know where to find it, mm-hmm. but um, I, I just really believe that you know. In the in the book of Exodus, when God called His people out of bondage, He sent someone. He said, "Look, tell them I've heard their cry, and mm-hmm. I know, and I understand their pain, and I want to bring them out." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's God's heart is to mm-hmm. bring us out into the fullness. And so, um, you know, we we also um, New Horizon also offers counseling. We have free mm-hmm. counseling, and so uh, there's so many resources available. And I feel like uh, if people know that it's available and mm-hmm. just step in and try. You really never know what kind of beauty and an amazing power is gonna come out of that. So I
3: would just encourage you to just show up once and then yeah. they usually end up staying. Yes, wow. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That is great and thank you guys so much. You know, For those of you who are listening and you're in the East Bay area, you can uh, contact either of these organizations. Um, go to abolitionradio.org and leave us a message and we will put you in contact with either Chantel or Marco, mm-hmm. but we can connect you there. And if you are further, a little bit further in the South Bay and you're interested in Celebrate Recovery at my church, Bridges Community Church in Fremont, um, send me a shout out as well on um, our abolitionradio.org page. But I want to get to some uh, events here pretty quickly. Um, if you are would like to... Um, sponsor this program if you like what you hear and you think that we're making a difference um, please support us please um, sponsor this program and it's a very easy process send us a message again at um, abolitionradio.org or um, like our facebook page of the same name or send us a message at um, on our website love never fails us.com and we will send you all of the um necessary information to do that we have a couple of uh events coming up as a matter of fact um here shortly on august 8th at temple de la cruz um we will be having our love never fails tour we will be having a benefit concert and that concert um takes place at 24362 thomas avenue in hayward from four to seven on that day and your ticket is a t-shirt so go to our website page at well uh, com. Purchase your t-shirt. That is your ticket mm. to the concert nice. that night. Um, also, let's see. We have on September 12th at Faith Fellowship Church, Becoming a Woman Conference. And Faith Fellowship is 577 Manor Boulevard, Hayward. Come on out and support us and support them that day and enjoy yourselves at that conference becoming a woman conference mm. at Faith Fellowship Church. So once again we thank you for being with us here today and thank you. if you have any need of any of these services of recovery you know, or just need to speak with someone, talk with someone, you cannot say that the offer has not been made. The the availability, the opportunity is there for you. So please reach out. Even if you need to speak with me, you can reach me at Benita at loveneverfailsus.com. And if you have never heard one of these programs before or never heard anyone tell you or let you know this, please know that we want you to know that you are loved.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival, and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set Captives Free.
3: You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we
0: call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep our
2: eyes.